This call is being recorded. Thank you, team, for jumping on the call today. I, I really appreciate it. We are, we are going to go through these 10 steps to build your business. Um, as part of a two-step approach this week and next week to kind of put a wrap on 2021, um, I, I'm trying to put a lot of content into these last two calls, kind of a, I don't know, kind of a bow, right, on, on 2021 before we roll into 2022. I have got this week and next week that I'll be doing content and then or be doing this call and then a couple of weeks off to uh, really uh, power down. Uh, and then we'll come back on January 3rd and get 2022, our vision cycle, off to the races. But before I do that, I, uh, I want to go into what my professional purpose is, and that is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers, they sell more real estate. It's proven. And I do that by helping you handle the challenges and opportunities that you face every single day. And if you can effectively manage through these situations that arise um, on a daily basis in your business, you'll be more productive and you'll live a life that is the best version of you. And today, like I said, I want to give you a step-by-step -step process on how to build a real estate brokerage business that, and really any business for that matter, it doesn't have to be a real estate brokerage business. This is kind of the process you go through. And this is just to wrap up 2021. I want these final two Monday morning pep talks to be calls that you can put on repeat. You can go back and listen to over and over and over to get the high level steps that I feel are very, very important. Um, there, there are going to be a lot of teaching uh, moments. Um, I'm not running off of a script today. I've just got basically steps that I'm going to go into. Really, like I said, these will be teaching moments full of strategy. And next week, I'm going to give you my guiding principles, the guardrails I've identified and developed and used over the years. But today, I want to take you through the steps, the episodes that you should use to get to your vision. The episodes that you should use to get to your vision. And why do I use the word episode? When you think of episodes, um, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram this morning, but I've been asking people, do I, should I listen to Ted Lasso or watch Ted Lasso or Yellowstone, right? I don't, like I said, I don't power down very much, hardly ever, except for the last two weeks of December. And I, and I make a point to really power down. And the way I do that is I, I just do mindless stuff because I need to give my mind a break. Um, and uh, but if I'm going to watch one of these two shows, right, I'm not going to start on season two, episode three, right? I'm going to start season one, episode one, and then I'm going to go through all the seasons in episodes. That's what I mean by an episodic approach to build, building your business. So. Essentially, what I have here is 10 steps today, that these are your episodes. 
Okay. And you don't want to jump to the, to, you know, step 10 before you've done step one, which is a lot of what people do. They, they're just jumping around trying to find, you know, you know, lightning in a bottle, right? Like they're so, but I have learned that this is a process and it's a process that could take, you know, three to five years, right? Three to six years. If we're looking in terms of, you know, you know, um, full vision cycles and you can't really rush it. Um, but I want to go through these step by step. And then, we'll, you know, a lot of them you've, you've heard me talk about in great detail, but again, I'm trying to create a couple Monday morning pep talks, a couple episodes that you can really use as guides to go back through and help you build your business and use it to, um, Kind of take inventory on where you're at in this whole process. Again, my goal is not to be entertaining, right, or motivational. My goal here is to give you strategy that is proven, that is proven. Okay, so step number one, we talked a lot about in 2021. It's been a big part of my of my personal life this year, and that is to create clarity. How do, how do you want to live and who do you want to become? And you need to visioneer with intention. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you, if you skip this step, you're never going to get to where you want to go. You just aren't. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people and I'm like, hey, where are you on your three-year vision? Oh, I haven't quite done that yet. Um, well, well, that's where it starts. Okay, I have beat this up. I have, you know, stress tested everything. Everything I've ever done that's been of massive value was in my mind, on a vision board, visioneered out with intention before I ever created it. Period. End of story. Okay, so don't be afraid of this. This is something that is necessary. You need to do it. But if you don't know how you want to live or who you want to become, you are going to default to, your default's going to be paying the bills. That's your natural default, okay? So that's step number one. Step number two is eliminate. High performance starts with elimination, okay? This is where you, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. This is where you need to look at your environment. You need to look at the anchors. Okay, in your life, what is holding you back? What is slowing you down? It's it's a lot of fun to go out and create more sales, right? You've heard my analogy this of the boat with the sails and the anchors. Everybody loves to do the sales, right? The marketing and the social media and all of this stuff, right? Those are the sales. Those are the things that are gonna, you know, what you would assume is gonna push you forward. But if you have five anchors right? Holding you back. Guess what? You're not going to go very fast. So I've seen people that go really narrow and deep with two or three sales, but have no anchors and are crushing it, are crushing it. So you got to start with elimination. Look at your environment, look at what is not working and get those anchors up in the boat or cut them, cut them free. I'm telling you right now, High performance starts with elimination. We talk about weeding the garden. You're not going to go plant more stuff in a garden that's got a bunch of weeds. Okay. Step number one is weed the garden. 
cut the anchors. Okay. Step number one, eliminate. Or step number one, create clarity. Step number two, eliminate. Step number three, take inventory. Who are your clients? All right. Now that the garden is weeded and the anchors are in the boat, you have to look and say, okay, what do I, what do I have? What is my marketing strategies? What, what do I do? What does my database look like? You should know how many people are in your top 100. I ask people the question, how many people you got in your top 100? How many platinums? How many golds? How many, how many silvers? And they don't know. They, that means that step number three is where they need to start. Or if they haven't gotten through step number two, they need to, they need to start at the top and work through this, right? Step number three, take inventory. What is your current state of your business? And be okay with it. Be okay with it. Understand what it is so you know what you can grow off of. Number four, step four, develop your habits, your systems, your processes. Okay, we talk about, uh, we, we have a, a word that came up in the 12-week year called periodization. Periodization is essentially taking an annual goal and getting rid of that annualized thinking, right? Just get rid of it. Have that three-year vision. Break that down into 12 quarters, right? Breaking each one of those quarters down into 12 weeks. And then breaking those weeks down into days. That's called periodization. You win today, you'll win the week. Or you win enough weeks, you win the quarter. You win enough quarters, you win and you meet your goal, your vision. It's called periodization. So build those habits, systems, and processes. Uh, people had people completely flip their businesses by getting from getting up at seven thirty to getting up at six, because they got that hour and a half runway into their day that they didn't have before. Where are you on your habits, systems, and processes? We want to implement that in after you've taken full inventory of your business. Step number five, execute with obsession and understand the power of time. One thing I'm going to talk about next week in more detail is 85% is better than 100%. I have perfectionists that just never get their business off the ground because they spend so much time between 85 and 100%. They've got that post that they just do not want to put out because it's not quote unquote perfect. And guess what? It never gets done. Or they never can get into a consistent flow of execution because everything has to be perfect and you never get there. Get it to 85% because your turn on your time between 85 and 100 does not give you anything back. Trust me. Some people really, really struggle with that, but you need to execute once you know what you're up against, once you've got the clarity, once you've eliminated, once you've taken the inventory, once you've developed your habits, systems, and processes, and you know what you've got to create, then you execute with obsession up to 85%. Step number six, 
once I've got somebody through step number five, then we can decide who you are. Creating your niche, your do the Barbara Corcoran method, right? This is where you go and look at all of your business that you've done and go back to the original point of origination and find out what it is that really drives your business. Decide who you are and create your niche your niche. And be and just own it. Own it, own it, own it. Don't look around and say, oh, all these people are doing all these other things. Well, they're not you. They don't have your market. They don't have your skills. They don't have your talent. Right? Decide who you are. Create that niche and go all in. And then step number seven, build your brand. Go narrow and deep on that brand. I've seen people make sell $20 million off of three buildings in Chicago. Because they knew what their niche was. They knew what they were going to focus on. And they went narrow and deep. Once you understand what your brand is and what you want it to be, you've got to be a voracious learner. There's an area of weakness that you know that you've got to improve in certain areas for you to get to that next level. You've got to go all in on self-development. That's part of building your brand. Step number eight. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Pick your tribe. This is why Jameson, why at Jameson we go so heavy into culture. Um, and why I do these calls and why I create, we try to create this sense of community through Jameson University, et cetera, is because we want our agents to find those like-minded individuals that can, you guys can all grow together with, okay? Find three to four people that have the same, similar goals, that have the similar, similar you know, horizon. That you can bounce ideas off of without without worrying about uh, what one might think. Man, it is important, important, important to have um, advocates, fellow agents, fellow brokers that you can share ideas with and uh, use and help each other, help each other support your businesses. That's a big one. Um, really have seen that. Um, in a powerful way in the last year or two, um, how important that can be. Step number nine. Step number nine and 10 actually are the hardest to master. Step number nine, pivot, invest, scale, protect. Pivot. You always have to be looking where the puck's going to be, okay? Many of you are selling in low inventory environments. Um, Listen, it's time to become a broker. This is where you got to go find the inventory that your buyers are looking for, okay? You've got to invest in your business. I have so, I've talked to a lot of agents that see adding a team member 
or a personal assist or a you know personal assistant or a virtual assistant or whatever it might be as an expense it's not an expense you're investing in yourself to free you up so you can go build more business or if you don't want to invest just be okay with where you're at in your business which is fine which is is protecting another one of these words protecting where you're at one of the questions i ask people is what is enough what is enough normally when i get the 911 calls it's when the business grows to a point where the, there is no capacity to support it okay the growth the growth has um or the business has outgrown the capacity that you have to support the business. You've got to invest before that becomes a problem. And normally when I get the 9-1 calls, it's already past that point. So be looking out in advance to scale your business, but to do that, you have to invest and then protect your business, which is, this is where the boundaries come in. This is where the boundaries come in. We're going to talk more about that next week. But you ask yourself, what is enough? What, how many hours do I want to work? How much money do I want to make? How much, how involved do I want to be? You know, despite we have a, we have a leaderboard here, right? Like I, I think that that's fun thing for me to put out in my two offices every month. But I, you know, honestly, I don't, look at that and say, you know, and, and, and look at it and go, oh my gosh, you know, like I don't rank people based on their production, even though I do on that leaderboard, but how I really look at businesses is how highly evolved is each one of those agents based on the goals they have for themselves. Cause everybody's got a different goal, a different vision. And that's the way it should be. There are certain people that feed off of that leaderboard to motivate themselves to get to the next level. And I love that too. But I get, I get my most joy when I see agents traveling because they've got support to help manage their business while they're away and running their business from a beach. That's when I know a business is highly evolved and someone can, can pull that off. Okay, step number 10. Review, maintain, and repeat. This is why I love this quarterly, this quarterly um, initiative tied into a three-year vision. You're doing four business planning sessions a year, not one. When you do one, it ends up in the top drawer of your desk by about February. When you do four, you're sprinting and celebrating four times a year. It is so stinking effective. Can you imagine where we're all gonna be in three years once we do this three-year vision cycle together? Hashtag almost not fair. Like I said, number nine and number 10 are the hardest to master. You get a taste of success and you think more is better you make bad decisions, and that's normally when the wheels come off. I can do more, I can do more, I can do more. And that's when 
people around you say, pump the brakes. Haven't seen you in three weeks. I love the checks, but this is crazy. This is an area that I've worked a lot on in the last couple of years on myself. And I, I like to ask people the question, how stressed, how stressed do I look right now? And that's how I, that's how I, really how I look at my level of success. Is am I waking up in the middle of the night worried about something that I didn't do or need to do? No, I've, I've gone through step one through 10 and now I'm in a phase in my life where I'm always pivoting, investing, scaling, protecting, reviewing, maintaining, and repeating constantly. Now I'm doing it on a quarterly system myself, right? Thing is, is it took me 13 years, 14 years team to get here. I'm trying to help you cut that down into three to six years. With this episodic approach to building a business, you can create, build, tweak your three-year vision, but build out these and build out these quarterly initi initiatives and keep you focused. So what I'm saying here is, where are you in these 10 steps? This is what you should be looking at as you look at where do I need to focus in Q1 of 2021. You can't go from step one to step eight, right? Just like I said, they're episodes. I'm not going to start one of these two shows in season three, episode four. When you think about Netflix and all these shows that you see, you, of course, that seems so, that's like a no brainer, right? Like, of course, you're going to start season one, episode one. But when we try to build our business, we want to skip these stages. And that's why people struggle and never get their business off the ground. Um, I would say, again, that you can fully expect that it's going to take one to two full vision cycles, three, three to six years, with intention. But if you do this, you will not recognize your life and business once you put that time and effort into it. It's fact. It's proven. I've got way too many case studies now to prove my point. So for those of you on this call today, it really comes down to a decision. Do I want to stay focused? Do I want to put the time and effort in to have that life that I want to live and become that person I want to become? You and only you can decide this, but also you and only you can make it happen. So team, I want to say thank you for jumping on the call today. I'll get this downloaded onto Apple Podcast and SoundCloud uh, today, searchable, as you know, under Ask Jim Miller. It will be on my website as well, askjimmiller.com by the end of the day. But Probably the best place to follow me for day-to-day -day contact is on my Instagram under Ask Jim Miller. And I'm doing this really honestly to bring as many people along with me as I can. Okay? Have a wonderful 
week and we will wrap up 2021 next week on next week's call. Have a great one. Talk to you soon.